You ready to talk about fat Michael Myers? An old chubby bunny. Dead bod Myers. <laughs> <laughs> he got off the juice. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know what he's been doing this whole time. What's the fucking cult been feeding him? Nothing but goddamn. Every other goddamn. Marshmallow movie. fluff. <laughs> <laughs> Nutella. Here you go. Well, you think every other time he's been asleep in between these incidences. Apparently, he's just been standing around in this goddamn. But hanging out in the basement. Institution. Of the sanitarium. Yeah. I wonder how many times he boned his niece. Oh, God. I mean. Oh, God. Because, like, what if they did the whole sequence and then she didn't get pregnant? Well, your uncle's got to come back. Give it to you again. That is true. We only saw one, but it could have gone on for months. Who fucking this, knows? This should have been Halloween 6. Lifetime presents. The seed of Michael Myers. <laughs> Lifetime presents <laughs> Halloween 6. <laughs> the nut of Michael Myers. Like, what? Hey, man. That just... How did, this franchise was doing so well with not having rape in it. It was and doing it so there. well. Five entries. Okay, well, three, we can kind of negate it's not Michael Myers, so... Okay, well, three actually has some questionable shit in it, but okay, so One four entries. One still had that questionable shit with little Lindsay. That's true, a little bit. That we bit. won't talk about again. <laughs> yeah. I guess we could, we could push that off as a joke. Yeah, but all of a sudden, it took till number six to let's give it to you. And it really didn't even need this. No. It could have been any goddamn baby. Be honest, the baby meant nothing. <laughs> yeah, it could have been any baby. Listen or perish. Sacrifice your morals. Fill your brain with trash. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone. To a special Halloween episode of Trash for Brains. A podcast where we needlessly nitpick a movie of ours or your choosing. My name's Philip Kinney, and with me as always is Steven Wallowich. Hello, Steven. Hi. Hi. Fucking goddamn Michael Myers. <laughs> We're back at it again. We're here to talk about Michael Myers has finally somehow became Thick boy. Uncle Diddles. <laughs> yeah. Except he didn't just diddle. Actually, technically, this is double rape. Yeah, he went balls deep. Because they forced him to do it. Yeah, like they brainwashed him into it. It's the cult, man. It's how the cult. Are we? Yeah, it's like, is this movie basically saying, like, the none of this was Michael's fault? Like, the cult of Thorn controls yeah. him. The entire time since he was a kid? Possibly. I think that's what they're going with. <laughs> like, maybe not the kid. Maybe once he got to Smith's Grove and old fucking... Cowboy duster wearing win. Good old win. Is the culprit for the past 30 years. But you know, Jig's up. He's trying to wash his hands now. He's got one last thing to do. And what I don't get is, are they, they're trying to make another Michael Myers, supposedly. Yeah. Okay. Is it the baby or is it his fucking kid, Danny? No, I think the baby is a blood sacrifice. Okay. The baby's going to be a sacrifice. I think. To turn Danny into Michael Myers. I guess. I don't, I'm lost. I don't know why. Yeah. Why don't you kill a goat? They didn't need that 
in the first movie. Demons love goats. You know what I'm saying? They don't like babies. There was no baby sacrifice in Halloween 1. No, he just became who he was. It's explained in the movie, but I gotta be honest with you, Steve. I don't remember any of the shit about the Curse of the Thorn. Do you? Because we watched, to be clear, we watched the producer's cut, and it explains a lot more about the Curse of Thorn. It's like, I remember the theatrical version way better, but like, they do go into more detail in this one, but for the gist of it and the sake of damn time and shit like that, I want to say it was geared around you had that stupid drawing the thorn on your arm. Yeah, but it's like and every so many years this can happen. But or they can control like the that. stars too. That's what they were trying to say. Like something they can like control that. the constellation. Like Ugh. what? It's so convoluted. Yeah. It's and so unnecessary. So my thing is this. If they were controlling him in the first movie, second movie, fourth and fifth, so what if he would have killed his niece in the fourth or fifth movie? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It would have like totally negated all of this shit. Right. But obviously, after the fifth movie, they decided, you know what? You got to stop doing this, Michael. We got to let her get old enough. And once grass is on the field, play ball. Well, I feel like we talked about this when we covered the fifth movie. It's like you couldn't really tell what he was trying to do with Jamie. Yeah, he would like, go from like. He wanted to kill her, then he didn't want to yeah. kill her. It was kind of back and forth, very loose. But I think they just didn't know where. And this movie was like a weird attempt. At like trying to figure that storyline out for some reason. Yeah, which they should have already had. They could have just scrapped it, bro. And just gave us a typical Michael Myers yeah. of just killing motherfuckers just to kill them. Because... Just start it over with something else. Yeah, just let's wipe the slate. I mean, come on. The very next Or movie, just start the first one out. We find out it's Wayne. He gets shot in the head and we move on. Yeah. <laughs> Cowboy fucking Bebop <laughs> over here. Walking around in his all black outfit. What is his goddamn PP7? And and you know, <laughs> the silencer, son. The fucking silencer. Even though in part five he had like machine guns and shit. And he smoked cigarettes. They're very, he never smoked a cigarette in this movie, I don't think. They're very well funded. Maybe he quit smoking. So, you know, it starts off and the producer's cut starts off different than theatrical. Because mm. theatrical, it was like It's like know, a bunch of flashes of it her was real shit. quick. Yeah. yeah. This one, you got to like see halls. Mm. They're dragging her down, which obviously this is very. This, this movie makes it very clear that Michael Myers has sex with his niece. Yes. Which, dude, you could have just said it. We didn't need like. That you could have just left it out. Because it even showed him like walking up to her like, God, man, can you imagine that? Like, Michael, just, please don't hurt me. Oh, God. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. Pennsylvania. <laughs> And then Michael, uh, 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 uh. like, I mean, come on, dude! I hate this so much. Yeah, I do too. It's, I hate it so much. This, this story, like I said, makes no fucking sense. So Michael's got to have a baby to fucking sacrifice it. Which you know he could have just fucking turkey basted this child. You didn't have to rape your goddamn niece. You could have fucked anybody. I don't need any of this. Yeah. I don't need Michael Myers fucking anybody. This is some straight incest shit. It's incest like, rape. Yeah, like on two counts. Fuck you, Win. You dirty son of a bitch. So, obviously, we get that visual and then it magically she's having a fucking baby. Not much has just gone. So, just, did they wake him up just to do this and then they're like, "I right, go back to sleep, son." I guess. You know what I mean? And she's been there the whole fucking time. Yeah, just chained to a fucking bed like yeah, I guess. What the hell is wrong with this place? Goddamn pregnancy went out 
went on without a fucking hitch, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect pregnancy. You figured if she knew what was going on, she would have been like, I got to off myself. Maybe that's why they chained her ass up this whole time. Nice, healthy baby. So she has the kid. You know, they probably should have given her epidural or something, man. She looked like she was in fucking pain. <laughs> and you know they had the goddamn technology. I, They're all right. doctors. Yeah. They don't give a fuck doctors. They're pretend doctors. They're in a cult, son. <laughs> you know, old lady, the house is in on this shit. So, yeah, my, that's insane, by yeah. the way. So the nurse gives the baby back to Jamie. It's like, we got to get the fuck up on out of here. Yeah. So one of the nurses breaks bad and is like, fuck this shit. I'm going to get you out of here. Why she just doesn't leave with Jamie? I don't fucking know. That. And also what makes no sense is later in the movie, Michael's face to face with his fucking baby and don't do shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, was he out to kill Jamie and the baby, or was he going to play Uncle Dad no, I think, and bring the kid back? No, I think he was supposed to bring it back. Like, was that two, a couple of holes here, you know? It's like, yeah, like, they're controlling him, but they can, like, I don't know if they can, like, directly control his actions. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that it, it's not very clear of how this control works. Yeah. But... You know, Jamie escapes, and this nurse gets it. And there was magically this spike on the fucking wall right there. Don't know what the spike is. I enjoyed the kill, though. Yeah, I enjoyed the kill. Kind of back cool. to Bob. Yeah. But Feel bad for this woman. Where did this spike come from? You know? <laughs> maybe maybe that's what Michael's been doing the whole time. He's been going around <laughs> putting, putting up all these up. fucking booby traps. <laughs> <laughs> Booty traps. Booty traps. <laughs> so, maybe. But, like, I liked... You know, the whole Jamie running around, but I think they kind of fucked up these shots because she walks up the spiral staircase outside in the rain. Yeah. And then the very next scene, she's jumping what looks like a fucking dumpster out of a dumpster. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh? And then, yeah. Michael this, jumps out of it. Yeah. This whole, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, this whole sequence doesn't really work. Like she gets out, gets over the fence or whatever, or through the fence. And then she's immediately in another location, right? It's like she's in a junkyard. Or some shit like that. With some hillbilly getting drunk in a poncho. Yeah. Hey, man, what you doing with my truck? Dude, I hate this fucking scene so much. Huh? What are you saying? What? What are you doing with my truck? I can't hear you. What are you saying? (laughs) And you figured while she was doing this. Like, fuck you, dude. Obviously, the truck was cranked because I never heard her crank it. Yeah. No. So he got out of his truck to stand in the rain to drink a beer. Probably taking a piss. Who probably knows? taking a piss, you know. And I don't know why he's there to begin he's with. He's dead. It's a body. Gets his uh Yeah. Head turned around, motherfucker. Yeah. Good neck old, broke. Good old neck break. Yeah. And then she just drives off. So then Which like I enjoy it. Like I like a good high kill count. Um Yeah. A, a good I mean, old like movies, turning the head around is pretty fun. For these movies, as they progress, they yeah. got more kills in them. Why does she stop, man? Oh, to go to the train station? And why? Or bus station. How does he catch up? Does he have a van? (laughs) Is that it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he's like Batman and he just keyless entry type shit. Because she keeps his car and it drives up. He doesn't catch up until she stops. She stops. And then next thing you know, he's at the bus station. Right. And comes in there and. By now, you know, she's she called the radio station to Barry Sims, whatever the show was, Horror Talk. Or, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, you know, says who she is. And by well, now, she, she hears um, Tommy 
on that station first yeah. when she's in the truck. That's your boy, Tommy Doyle. You got old Tommy Doyle. Paul Rudd, son. Not no. much better in this movie than he was in the first one. I'll be yeah. honest with you. <laughs> a little better. Listen, I, I like Paul Rudd a lot, but this is rough. Hey, he had to get a start somewhere. Yeah, that's true. And now, hold on. Clueless. What? Yeah, he was... Hold on. What year was, did this come out? 95. Clueless? I they, don't know. They were around the matter. same time. Whatever. But they act like this was his first star movie. Maybe this was his first starring movie. Maybe. You know, Clueless, he was just a... Somebody in the back. Yeah, but he was pretty good in Clueless. So, but while this is going on, Wynn has gone to uh, Loomis's house, you know, to explain Mm. to him that Mm -hmm. he's retiring, he's giving it up. And for some reason wants Loomis to come back? Yeah, which Loomis is like, Loomis is is ancient and he looks terrible. Yeah, he's got, he got plastic surgery, he's got new skin. He's he's good. He's been through some shit. I yeah. don't think he needs to go back to work. Yeah, I think just let him do his manuscript. Just let him die in peace. Let him enjoy retirement, man, in his country bullshit, whatever. And I, I want to say that the director's cut, this was a little more drawn out than it was in the uh, Yeah, you might be version. right. Like It's been a while since I've seen the theatrical cut. Yeah, a little so. more dialogue. And uh, But back to Jamie, you know, she's... Hiding in the bathroom stall that idiot Savant Michael turns fucking power off. The whole fucking place. Yeah, and the whole place. That's crazy, Steve. That nobody, and also that nobody's there. Is he going to continuing education classes? Because he seems to be getting better at this. Yes, but like I said, this bus station, it was so easy for her to just walk in. Where the fuck is everybody? They didn't have the budget. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't have the budget to have workers at night. (laughs) No. Because when Tommy goes later, there's people all over the fucking place. Yeah. But she escapes, and now she's driving down the road, and Michael... Right on her ass. But not being safe at all. He's already wearing a mask, so he's got to have limited visibility. Now he's not got no lights on. It's fucking raining. Well, at this point, Steve, he's goddamn expert-level driver, okay? He's been driving around Formula One cars. He's good. (laughs) He's just keeping it real. He's NASCAR certified. The very next movie, he drives across country. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah, man. You know he's he's got it. He but, spent some time as a beat cop, so he knows pit maneuvers. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> and turned on the lights and landed. Yeah. Boom! Like she didn't know you were back there. She read the script, motherfucker. She knew what was coming. Exactly. So, so he runs her off the road, which okay, way to go, Michael. But then he just gets out, and I liked the theatrical version better. Me too. It's way more brutal. Because although I do like her dying here, like her the death scene in the theatrical version, but this version makes it smoother. So yeah. later on, when Loomis is in the hospital, you know it, why. it actually makes sense. Yeah, because the brutal death in the theatrical one is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't even know what it's I don't like know a tiller, like not yeah, a tiller, it's, but uh, it's something like that. Like some, some piece of farming equipment. He acts like he's a hugger. Because, you know, nope. he already dicked her up, so Aww. you might as well get a hug. But he's like, nope, come on, and pushes her on it. Like, wrong. Yeah, but not in this version. She just gets stabbed. Yeah, and you think she's dead. I like how he always makes sure people's dead, but not her. Yeah, he's just like, fucking. He had time to stab her and then burn a perfect sign of thorn and say, hey, and walk the fuck out. And then when he walked out, his hands must have got dirty. Because he got a whole roll of bounty. The quilted quicker picker-upper. <laughs> and 
And that's what the baby was. The baby turned into Bounty. Oh, God. So you would have thought he would have just turned his ass around and went back to that fucking bus station. Yeah. But he was like, nope, I'm good. Wait, so this movie came out in 95? Yeah, I think so. So is the timeline they kind of fucked up here? They go back to 89. Like, they have those shots of 89 because that's when five was. 89, so that's six years. Yeah, but, like, I'm talking about, like, in movie, what year would it be, you think? 95, I think. It can't be. Yeah, because they keep flashing the date. It's October 31st, 1995. Do they? Or maybe this movie came out in 96. I don't know. Six years. How old was Jamie? So, I want to say she was nine and five. So, she's, like, 15. That makes no fucking sense. No, it don't. But she looks like she's 21 and been hanging out at fucking meth labs. Yeah, she looks decently old. That's I was going to ask, like, why didn't Daniel Harris play this character? But well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, th- this Jamie looked rough, son. But she's been living in a cult. I mean, she looked, I mean, she was fine. It was just, I was, I didn't know if they were like, they did like a Friday the 13th kind of thing where they like skip forward in time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, whatever. And, you know, by now. We finally go to the Strode house. Go to the Lloyd house, right? Strode. Strode. And it's... You got Kara sitting there. And then, like... Well, when did uh, the boy have the... uh, Like, during all this, he has the nightmare. Yeah, okay. Because it's that same night or whatever, where the man in black's in his fucking room. Kill for me. So we're cutting to the dad going outside. Well, we're going to work out of that because now you get Kara's first interaction with Tommy after she puts her kid back to sleep. I want to say that she was like doing her hair in her brown panties and she looks out the window and Tommy's just sitting brown there with a goddamn... Chica, brown. Uh, what's it fucking called? Thing? Peeping Tom? What? Yeah, he's straight peeping Tom like a <laughs> motherfucker. Because somehow he's got a door that goes outside in his room that looks like a big-ass window. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I don't know. Yeah. Like, and he ain't even trying to hide it all. He's just, what's up? <laughs> hey, hey, little girl, is your daddy home? <laughs> I see a blanket going up and down. <laughs> so that happened, and then you go to the next morning. <laughs> yep. When the kids play that prank, well, he's coming. Yeah, he is. Like, did these kids know something that nobody else knew? Oh, he's coming for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's already had a taste of puss. He's getting more. Gary, you're next. Spraying rope, son. Yeah. Michael's got a new fucking trick. Oh, my God. Papa's got a new bag pair of shoes. He's got a new taste, and it ain't blood. Like, all of a sudden, he just is fucking brave artist. Oh, my God. Dude. If this movie would have been they would have, like... I gotta say, like, I wouldn't like it, but it would take balls, son. He starts choking somebody, and it just turns them around and bends them over. He starts choking somewhere, and it turns them on. I would die, You just see a little tent pop up. (laughs) This movie would be like, oh my god. Like, we can't release this. No one dies, but everyone's scarred at the end. Yeah. Michael came back to this... (laughs) Hadn't feeling a noise. One night in 95 and <laughs> scarred the whole town. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Like, oh, oh I want to see the history book entry on that like, one. In a world gone mad, Michael <laughs> rapes Haddonfield. What the fuck is going on in Haddonfield? God damn. 
a bunch of used rubber just all over the place. Jesus. No, nah, man, he don't wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> Raw dog, son. He's, he wants to like, cre- fucking Michael wants to create an army, dude. Nine months later, you got 52 little Myers, <laughs> Michaels and Michelles, just running around, <laughs> murking people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. So, woo! That was a nice fucking detour. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to fucking choke to death. <clears throat> So yeah, I mean they they just wake up and oh you gotta give me a second. <laughs> I'm still laughing about that shit. Choke <laughs> me harder, devil daddy. <laughs> and <coughs> success. I just made you spit beer. <coughs> so yeah. So now they're at breakfast. Yeah. And what's his name? Tim's making his Fucking blender special. Oh, yeah, that's right. His protein drink. You ain't gonna eat it, homie, because you're gonna be dead in like 12 hours. It was hours. like <laughs> strawberry, banana, whatever that kid was eating. All sorts of shit. It's peanut butter. Yeah. And I don't I was, know why the kid didn't like it, man. It kind of sounded good. Yeah, it seemed like a little milkshake, man. I'm like, what's up, man? How you doing? So they're sitting there, and now old Daddy John comes in, all pissed off at these little kids. What is up with this dude? He's just an asshole. Like, Jesus, dude. He's just a piece of shit. That's your daughter and your grandchild. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is he so angry about? Like, oh, what, she left for a little while? Oh, boo-hoo. Yeah, but... Fucking suck like, it up, Like, later on when he's in his office, he looks at a picture of her and he's like, happy Halloween, kid. Like, he's all cool with it. So, that's where... That was left out of the theatrical version. I don't remember that part. But... You see what I'm saying? It's, he's perpetrating a goddamn fraud. That's what he's doing. And she's trying to better her fucking life. Yeah, go to college. Going to college. Learn some shit. Trying to get her shit together. And What, you can't handle your daughter and her kid living with you for a little while? Or giving your daughter some money? Yeah. Like, oh, here's some money. Why don't we give her all the fucking money? Like, yeah, maybe you should have, bitch. It starts getting all butt hurt. And then, like, I can't remember. Did Danny look outside and was the man in black out there? No, nah, it's Michael Myers. Oh, Michael Myers was out there in this scene. I was like, yeah. somebody was out there. I couldn't remember which I one. I don't know was. if he was actually out there. Or he just saw his image. Yeah. Or something. You can't really tell with this fucking kid. Or you can't really tell with his movie because Michael just goes all over the goddamn place. Peeping. It, it might have been Tommy Doyle in a fucking Michael Myers outfit. <laughs> <laughs> God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Fuck, man. That would have made this movie fucking way cooler. If you did, like, it was in Tommy Doyle the whole time. Nah, man, you got two Michael Myers. One's yeah. Tommy Doyle, one's the real one. Yeah, who's going to do what? So, that's when Danny holds the knife to old John. Should've just done it, man. Yeah, she just stuck him, man. Been done with it. And then, everybody's all cool with it. We gotta get the fuck out. Go to school! Well, goddamn daddy was putting his hands on her. Yeah, popped her right in the fucking nose. I don't blame that kid. No, I don't blame the kid either, but... Goddamn, Tim's a little bitch. What, he speaks up a little bit, but he doesn't step in. Nah. He's scared of dad, man. Pussy. Danny ain't playing that shit. <laughs> Danny got a little Myers in him. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> if he watches out, he should have a whole Myers in him. Oh, God. <laughs> We're turning this episode into... That's all I can think now. Is like Michael Myers gonna go. Hey, they on did this deal. to us, Steve. Yeah, they they did, did this to us. Yeah. So they go to school, and now like this producer's cut 
when she's walking like that, we saw the drawing that Danny did in the theatrical version. Yeah. They go into more detail and producers with her walking, like looking at it and stuff like that. And then Michael's just out in the middle of the goddamn courtyard staring at people. Again, it's probably he's not even at this point. He's not even trying. No, he's just wandering around like, huh? And everybody like he's getting old, Steve. Everybody knows who the fuck Michael Myers is, but nobody sees him. Like, wow, why is that guy dressed like Michael Myers? This entire town knows who this is. They got like a little holiday about this motherfucker now. Yeah. Like, stop. Let us have Halloween back. Like, because, what, he's been terrorizing you? So there's no way they allow people just to wear that costume. No. There's no fucking way. But, nope, here we go. He's just fucking... We don't even get any cops in this movie, do we? No. Not Now you talk about it, I don't remember seeing one fucking police officer. It's a goddamn Halloween staple. Yeah. Whole place gets fucking murdered. (laughs) Police force gone. Every time. So, you know, he's just chilling. And then I think... Don't we get to see Loomis and Wynn at the hospital? Yeah. Because Wynn tells his secretary to get him all the files on Michael Myers. Like, Loomis don't know what the fuck he's dealing with. Right, yeah. Yeah, at this point, they know. Like? Because of uh, Jamie's body, they say. Yeah, they found her body. This is a a fuck-up in between the producer's cut and the theatrical cut. Because you're thinking she's dead. Yeah. Surprise, bitch, she's not. But, I mean, what kind of file... Are they going to give Loomis, like, because he should know all about Michael, but... Yeah, what are you supposed to learn from this? How many times in these movies do we have to get a fucking file? Maybe in page 16, it's, we watched Michael impregnate Jamie, and Loomis (laughs) is like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, oh my god. You know, like, what kind of shit? Michael ate chicken noodle soup. I mean, what are they writing in this file? He's supposed to have been dormant. Right. You know? Maybe he learned how to cut power boxes. And also, what are you going to learn that's going to help you? You know everything you need to know at this point. All you need to know is this. He's always coming back to fucking Hanfield for some goddamn reason. He can't go anywhere fucking else. He's a man of ritual, Steve. He's got habits, son. (laughs) What are you talking about? The next one, he goes somewhere else. Uh, yeah. He breaks loose. Well, every other time, he's gone to Hanfield. Because... It's got to be connected with Loomis. The next one didn't have him, so yeah, that's why he had to flip script. So now they they do that shit, and then they're heading, I guess, to the hospital or whatever. Yeah, because that's where Jamie's at. But now, now Tommy and his <laughs> Dude, expert this, fucking detective skills. That weird ass fucking shot of him standing in the fucking window. Oh yeah, when they were driving to school, <laughs> like. Mm, like, Who was he had to go to school? He didn't look that fucking old. Was Kara friends with Beth? Was that Tim's was girl? It? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were friends. So it was those two walking, right? No, they were in a car. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were in a car. Yeah, they were in Beth's car, I think. All I remember is that weird shot of fucking Paul Rudd in the fucking window. Yeah, with the old well, lady. What is he doing? Breaking leaves. Well, you didn't see his hands, so I don't want to know where his hands were. <laughs> Got his thumb in his butt. Got his hands. <laughs> <laughs> But you're right, that window's weird. It's like a full... Like, you can see, like, his whole goddamn body. Yeah, he can, like, jump out that bitch. Yeah. Like, just walk out of it. So, like, they're there, and this is where Paul Rudd goes on his... Or Tommy, quote-unquote, does his detective skills to figure out that somehow it's, like, the train... The bus is boarding or whatever. There was nobody in the fucking bus station when she made the call. Yeah. This is a fuck-up. So he goes to the bus station... 
And every time he goes to talk to somebody, whether it's the bus station, the fucking hospital, he seems like he needs some fucking help. He's got no social skills. Yes, he has gone insane, Steve. Michael Myers has done this to him. And let's be honest, he's only had one run-in with Michael Myers. Yeah, it ain't like, like Michael came back the next night and was like, like, hey. Jesus. Like, Lori has fucking moved on and had a family and shit. <laughs> fucking Tommy needs to get his shit together. Yeah. Maybe Michael got to him. We can stop uh, moving uh. in with old ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Grow up, Tommy. <laughs> Grow the fuck up, Tommy. You're like, stop letting this trauma affect you. <laughs> we all have problems It's a life. fucking therapy and move on. So, he goes there, and nothing changes from the different cuts of this. But what I was always wondering, even with the theatrical version and this, like, nobody in this fucking establishment saw a trail of blood. And I was like, yeah, what the fuck's this? But that's what Tommy traces down to the bathroom. Yep. And somehow, the baby ain't cried for like nine goddamn hours, but now all of a sudden it starts crying. He can sense him, Steve. Like, people saw Tommy go in this bathroom... Nothing but his dick in his hand. <laughs> and he goes Didn't out with a baby. Michael's son is a goddamn mutant. Yeah. He has mutant powers. He's Professor Xavier. <laughs> his quato. <laughs> fucking total recall. <laughs> Open your mouth. <laughs> like, no. Open your mind. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. So, he just takes the baby. And I, get, I think he goes straight to the hospital with it. Which, why? What... I don't know why he goes to the hospital. My baby needs help. Because Jamie's dead at this point, right? No, she's still in the hospital bed. Oh, like, is she? Theatrical version, she's fucking gone. Yeah. Director's cut, she's alive. She's just like in a comatose state or whatever. Uh-huh. And so, why? He don't even know who the fuck Jamie is. Well, he does, but he don't know she's there. He don't know what's up. He just got a baby. So, where? what was he, his plan here? What's going on? I guess <laughs> just take the baby to the hospital, I guess? I mean, I guess it makes sense i don't know and he just happened to magically get there when loomis was just in the hallway looking stupid yeah it's like oh dr loomis like well see this is why like yeah in the theatrical cut this none of this makes any sense at all no i mean him taking the baby to the hospital still in the director's cut don't make no goddamn sense just to run into loomis yeah i think you're come meet me later i don't know why you would go to the hospital yeah he could have saw loomis at fucking joe's diner for all the fuck we know because maybe loomis likes i don't know fine i like seeing a nice little plate of waffles you know (laughs) two eggs special son (laughs) so whatever and i'm I'm trying to remember now like as the story progresses freaking well fucking uh mama gets killed yeah yeah deborah which, this scene was longer than the producer's cut, because, like, Debbie. first off, Loomis didn't knock on the fucking door. He didn't ring the fucking doorbell. He's just walking in motherfuckers' houses. It's Loomis. He don't give a shit. And he's like, oh, I didn't mean to startle you. Why are you creeping in fucking people's <laughs> houses, old man? And then... Holding the fucking pistol. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he just sits down. Like, and who are you? He has the file. and starts telling her all about this shit. Like... Yeah. All right. Well, you know, and it's like maybe we shouldn't be in the house. Yeah. Maybe we should go. To maybe the fuck outside. we should leave. Yeah. Like, let's go stand out in the open. Yeah. Let's write a note. This. We'll put it on the door and we'll bounce out. <laughs> yeah. Like, do some. In fact, let's make 15 notes and just place them in different places. Yeah, just in case nobody just can in say case. they didn't see shit. So <laughs> she stays there. But then that's when she called, like, after Loomis leaves, she calls John and says she's taking the kids and leaving. What kids are you taking, dude? They're all at school. Yeah. Like, you ain't taking shit. Guess you can go pick them up, I guess. But... Yeah. Get them out of college. I mean, they're probably skipping anyway. But, Steve, it's too late. Yeah, too late. Michael's already in the house. It's too goddamn late. And Michael's 
got the axe from earlier. Has he killed anyone with a knife? No, because Jamie don't count because she's still alive. She's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> so guess what? You are zero, sir. Zero. Uh, I, think I, actually... I hold firm. He does kill someone with a knife, but I hold firm that he should, like... The knife isn't iconic, okay? Yeah. It just isn't. He barely kills anyone with a fucking kitchen knife. He should have been walking around with a fucking sport with his fat ass. <laughs> Sporking yeah. people. <laughs> Sporking a ladle. Can opener. Just <laughs> <laughs> different utensils. Chopsticks. <laughs> Stab him right in the eye with them bitches. This is how I like to eat my dog. It's classy, elegant. <laughs> That's right. Have you tried it? Well, let's let's sit down and dine together. <laughs> he doesn't need any dogs in this movie. It upsets me. Nah, he finally moved away from that meat. No they, rats. They were feeding him good in the fucking sanitarium. <laughs> of course. Wait. This whole time, he's been driving his fucking van all over town. Yeah. Nobody notices. But. They never do. But back to Deborah. So she turns around and sees Michael in the house and then somehow runs outside and trips over every fucking thing known to man. It's just a klutz, dude. She's got to die. It's a goddamn klutz. And, and what if, like, when that sheet got pulled back dude, this and whole... she was, like, on her knees and she was like, Michael, if he was like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> what's up, baby? <laughs> <laughs> or what if you bent her over? <laughs> I mean, you know, what if he was like, oh, you got to get it now. You call me by my oh, name. God. You knew the code word, girl. No. <laughs> and then he just nutted all over the bed sheets out back. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is a horrible episode. But no, he. You don't see her death, though, do you? No, you, you just see blood go all over the bed sheet. Yeah. And then Michael being the good man he is, we find out later he takes said bed sheets. Balls him up. Yeah, puts dude. Puts him in the washing machine. He took notes from fucking Jason. He was trying to do good things. Just trying to do the right thing. Clean up behind yourself, not leave a mess. That's right. You know, you got to respect him. Yeah. You know, he's I got do. manners. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that. I mean, granted, he didn't know to check the fucking washing machine and it was broke, but. I mean. He tried. Yeah. And that's all you could say. It's. I give him an A for effort. <laughs> um, he's done a lot of bad so far in this movie. At least he's doing some good. <laughs> what happens after this? After this, uh, aren't they getting ready for like to go to the uh, the festival, whatever the hell it is, a little Halloween get together? Yeah, yeah. So, well, now I think Danny came home from school. That's mm-hmm. what happens before the festival, and he's upstairs in his room with Tommy and the baby, and Kara shows up. And then, he's my friend. He knows a lot about dinosaurs. Goddamn pedophile. He knows a lot about staring at your mom late at night, too. (laughs) You want to talk about it? He knows a lot about cameras, too. Yeah. Like, hey, let me show you some pictures I took (laughs) in your house. That's your mama in her granny panties. So, for some reason, they go next door. Over to... Yeah, I think it's so Tommy can explain properly, I guess. That's the only rationale. That he's got to tell them. Windows 95 computer? Yeah. <laughs> that's, it, you hope it is. Could have been a Commodore 64. So that's when the whole, he goes into detail about Thorn. Yes. And it's a lot more detailed in director's cut than it is theatrical. And let me be completely honest. I was not listening. Yeah, I won't paint them. Because I don't give a shit about the curse of Thorn. Because the curse of Thorn just seems bad. It seems like there's incest going on, so... <laughs> That's yeah. like the whole goal here. 
For the curse of Thorn. Like, you got to hunt your relatives. <clears throat> and then a cult watches you rape them. Do we know the fucking point of this? No, I can't tell you the point. Like the whole Thorn? Yeah, why do they need Michael Meyer to be killing people? I don't think they even go into detail like, with that. what's the ultimate goal here? To confuse the shit out of me. <laughs> and they're doing a damn good job of it. Because I don't know why all of a sudden they have to be controlling him. I don't know what their goal is. I don't even think they know what their goal is. Because I don't know what the sacrifice of the kid was going to fucking achieve. Don't know. You know? Well, we never got to it because they never let it happen. True. So, you know, we're still lost here. So if anybody has an explanation of what this whole goal is, feel free to let us know. Yeah, I'm sure someone knows. Somebody's dug into it. And I don't want no fan theory shit. I'm too lazy. <laughs> I want it from the director's mouth. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're doing that. So Tim and Beth... Go to meet old Barry. Isn't it Barry Sims? I think so. Sure. All right. <laughs> Where he does his silly fucking talk show that really he's just an asshole. Bit of a prick. Yeah, it's like 90s shock jock bullshit yeah. going on here. But he's just like a dick straight up. Yeah. You know, like he don't give a fuck about anything. Talking about fucking teenage girls. That's uh, not the smartest thing you could do on radio. In the 90s, it was okay. Yeah, apparently. You know, now nowadays it would come back to bite him in the ass. Canceled. Yeah, that's right. Remember what you said Which would years be ago? fair. Yeah. You can't talk about fucking a teenage girl. No. and Or you wear crotchless panties and you bark like a dog. We're like, what? Jesus Christ. Barry, Who are you banging? Yeah, weirdo. So, but once he finds out that Tim's family lives in the Myers house, he's all like, Guess what? Fuck everybody in this audience. Yeah. We're going over there. Time to move this party on. about 10 minutes, and then we'll come back. It'll be good to go. Why? Don't know, because it's a radio show, and it wouldn't matter where the fuck you are. You could just say you're at the Myers fucking house. Good. But, no, he's got to go there. But at least I could say for the producer's cut, or director's cut, whatever it is, they actually show, like, he's got the same death in the van. Yeah, but they show that it's the wrong van. Yeah, he got in the Smith's Grove van because yeah. he won't pay attention instead of the news van. Right. It's very convenient. But then again, I got to be honest about this. Even though like you show more detail, shit like that, I still want to know how Michael killed him at said festival. Oh, then got right back? Like, yeah. No, no, no. Hold on, hold up. Tied his body to fuck up in Christmas lights. Put it in top of oh, a fucking yeah. tree. In front of everybody. And nobody saw it. And now this little girl's just down there. It's raining red. Not only did he do all that, he got back to the Myers house in a matter of three minutes. Yeah. This motherfucker. Because he was already inside. He is quick. He is. Oh, yeah. He was hearing the rundown of his history. <laughs> and then Michael walked up to watch his sister from the window. No, nah, Michael's watching you from the <laughs> living room. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Obviously... For some working boots he's got, those are the quietest fucking working boots. Seriously. They were made by Native Americans, and you couldn't even hear him running through the woods. He's got some moccasins on? Yeah, he's got moccasins. Hell yeah. They just look like work boots. So, But at least he lets them go upstairs and have their three minutes of fun, which... He usually does, because he likes to watch. And now that he's gotten a taste, you know, <laughs> he's like, I know what you're doing. He's rubbing his nipples in the corner. <laughs> <sighs> 
I can't see out this mask. <laughs> it's too foggy. But he had to watch them set up this whole room with candles. Oh, yeah, dude. Going. He literally just had to sit there and chill while they were doing all this. Yeah, he's like, man, this is bullshit. <laughs> and then, but they set the room up more than they actually fucked. Yes. And the fucked up thing was, why didn't old Tommy or Kara see her room was getting all lit the fuck up? Who's in my bed fucking? I don't know, because she's there the whole fucking time. Yeah, she said Tommy. Yeah. All she got to do is look out the fucking, fucking window. Fucking window's always open. Because didn't Tommy say, watch your house? Yeah. So, you didn't see none of that. I already set up for you. I did it two minutes ago. It yeah, hasn't I, been like that the whole time, I swear to God. I knew what was going down. But then, like, obviously Michael, he's sitting. He might have been in uh, Barry's room playing with his toys. Because he got that, like, childlike wonderment. So, he's in there this whole time until the shower went off. And he was like, oh, they're done fucking. <laughs> and I don't know about you. No, he was searching the rest of the house for a dog. You know he was. Yeah, because I'm hungry. <laughs> I need a snack. So, I need my pro- goddamn protein. Like, here's my thing. That shower was fucking steamy as fuck. For sure. Like, I've been in showers where it's mostly hot water. It'll never get that steamy. How did he... Dude, that's not even the problem. How? Did he take the towel? Not that. Yes, that. And not see fucking man hands. There's that. But there's also... Where was Michael when he got out of the shower? <laughs> he had to have been standing right, right there. there. It was oh, it was too foggy. It's too much steam in this motherfucker. Never... It, you know what would have been great if when he cut Tim's throat, uh-huh. what it was was Michael was pissed because he put his fingers on the fucking mirror to undo <laughs> it, and then Michael took the roll of paper towels he got earlier and then wiped the smudges <laughs> off while he was cutting this dude's throat. <laughs> You know, I mean, he wanted to clean sheets earlier. Gotta leave a oh, mark, Tim. Damn! We totally skipped over now that I just thought about the sheets. Oh, fucking... Dad. Uh, what's his name? John? Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah, we did skip we'll, over that completely. We'll, we'll go back to that real quick, because the difference between theatrical and producers, or directors, whatever... It's I can a say huge both. difference. Yeah. I mean, granted, John... Like the same. It's the, the same s- place. It's the same event. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like... But, like, the way he dies is so more dramatic in the theatrical version. I prefer the theatrical version. It's funnier. Yeah, because in the producer's cut, he just stabs him with a knife and it sticks him to the electric box. That's with a crowbar. Oh, it's with a crowbar? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go with it. But he stabs him to the electric box and then he just electrocutes to death. But in the theatrical version, he stabs him with a fucking pitchfork, which I don't know where he got it from. Stabs him to the electric box. And then has enough time to watch his head all foam up like he's eating Alka-Seltzer and then explode. Yep. <laughs> it's like, here's the thing. It looks like shit. Yeah. But it is way more fun. <laughs> and obviously, Michael Myers had protection over his mask because there was no blood spatter on his shit. Yeah. That's how you get corona, dude. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I gotta wipe this off. <laughs> Where's my PRL? Where the fuck is my PRL? The paper towels! <laughs> there you Spray go. some Clorox on it. He's like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> he's got livid sinning. Like, Michael, why do you smell lemony? <laughs> I had to keep wiping my mask off. But, yeah, so, John, he bit it. Which, he figured out too little too late that Michael was a real thing. Yeah, no one, yeah, I mean. Them kids tried to warn you earlier. Fuck John. Yeah, he deserved it. But, now back to Tim getting murked. And now Beth. This whole fucking family gets slaughtered, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, like, Beth. 
Like, she didn't hear shit. Which also, like, I want to talk about for a second. It's like, how does it make sense that the Strodes don't know anything about Michael Myers? That is this a valid Strodes. Question. Because, like, it's not like... John knows, but didn't tell nobody. Yeah, but why would just John know? You know? Maybe. Maybe this all happened before he got married to Deborah. That can't be. <laughs> I mean, not like... like he has. They have a kid who's in their fucking twenties. But it's Haddonfield, also. So, you know what I'm saying? Everybody in Haddonfield. I'm just saying, Lori's parents would have said something about this shit happening. You would hope so, you know. But, and obviously, Lori's dad or adopted father. And where, like, Strode reality? So, speaking of the Strodes, where the fuck were they in Halloween Two? Vacation. They didn't fucking. Visit her god, their fucking daughter in the hospital one time. Nope. Never coming the next morning. Is it because she's adopted? That's cold. It, it is. <laughs> Maybe they were out of town. I mean, the only time you ever saw was her father at the beginning of that, at the first one. Yeah. Maybe they were out at some function or something. Who knows? I think he was drunk and passed out somewhere. Probably on top of her adopted mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, who knows? But I'm with you. Why did they never discuss this internally with the family? John's the only motherfucker that knows, and he's like, I'm going to take this shit to the grave. And so Luma <laughs> yeah. said to fuck up my plan. <laughs> Going around talking that shit, son. But yeah, we can get back to the movie. Fucking Tim's dead as shit. Beth is chilling just chilling. And then Kara's like, who's in my room? Let me call my fucking house. Yeah. Like, where's my mom? No, the real question is, why are you butt naked in my fucking room? <laughs> I can fucking see you. Did you bang in my bed? And then she shouldn't even warn her. Yo, there's somebody behind you. would be like, nah, bitch. Jigs up. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> you give it nothing to my fucking bed. Like, eh. Oh, I love this cliche, man. <laughs> Michael just... There's someone right behind you. Yeah. And they're just like, huh? What? Like, <laughs> What do you mean? Boxing. What's going on? It's like, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure she just told you someone's behind you. Yeah, motherfucker. It ain't magic show. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like, you want to turn around. And then fucking Michael Myers just casually stabs her in the back like 15 times. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dude, he like uh. sidestabs her. Just yeah, like, like, look like kidney it, was, it was so casual. It wasn't even like anything crazy. It wasn't. He's just like, brutal. Uh, uh, nothing. Uh. It looked like, like, like that. <laughs> like, whatever, dude. Like, he just taking a chill break, man. But so. she dead as fuck. And, and now, then, of, of course, in Michael Myers fashion, he has to fucking. Set her back up in the bed. Oh, yeah. Put both as, of them in there. As if Kara didn't just watch her get fucking stabbed to death. Okay, but also, think of it this way. When she's watching Kara get fucking... I mean, uh, Beth get stabbed. She looks down, and Barry's already walking into the house. Uh-huh. Okay, so in that small block of time, Michael went back to the bathroom... Drug old fucking Tim out, threw him in the fucking bed. He's quick. Barry didn't hear none of this shit. You see what he did to fucking good old Sims? Yeah. Hold up. Is the little kid's name Barry too? No. Danny. 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 Yeah. Okay. I was just calling him Barry. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I didn't even catch that. Yeah. But so Danny, like I said, like he would have heard someone like, yo, who the fuck's up there moving shit around? Nah. Michael's quick, son. But while, obviously, while this is going on, you know, uh, What's his name? Tommy went to look for Loomis. Mm-hmm. And that's where... Yeah, you know, he, he goes to the festival, yeah. You no, know, it's raining red. Which, 
That went on for far too long. Jesus, dude. Like, this girl probably said it 15 fucking times. It's a good three-minute fucking... It's raining red. It's raining red. Mommy, it's it's raining red. Is she, like, singing it or something? Yeah. It's raining red. Hallelujah, it's raining red. (laughs) It's raining red. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) She got, like, a little dance routine going. And then, after 15 times, she's like... Because Tommy's looking at her Tommy's a piece of shit, man. It's warm. Like, what? Why is it warm? And then it drips Why on is it Tommy. warm, Tommy? And then all of a sudden, you see old Barry. Oh, fucked up, son. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't have spotted him with all them fucking lights on him to begin with. Every single person would have seen this body. Like, this what's is, the lights again, in the tree for? We've, we've talked about this a few times, where it's just like, everyone in horror movies have tunnel vision and just, like, cannot see above like it's it's hard a two foot fucking radius it's fucking ridiculous and that's when he runs into Loomis and I forgot what he says to him but it's like real quick like hey you know I got the kid or whatever let's go to my house no he starts singing again what are you talking about who Tommy yeah he starts singing it's raining red (laughs) (laughs) hallelujah it's raining red like Sweet Jesus! Uh, Lucas comes over and slashes him upside the head. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get a hold of yourself, Tommy. <laughs> so, yeah, so he just meets Lucas real quick. Let's go to my house. I got the kid. And by now, you know, Kara's making her way to her house, which. Just a good old back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, and obviously, Michael's just fucking basket weaving in the other goddamn room. And. Oh, this is a whole weird thing where, like, we get a um so uh what's his name the little kid uh Danny Danny Danny's sitting in a room right yeah he's sitting in his room so she goes in there gets a Michael Myers is just you know casually cruising around as he does yeah, just, just walk around right <laughs> the corner she has a fire poker not really swinging it or really doing anything just kind of holding it why she has it upstairs in the house and not by the fireplace is beyond me. I'm not really sure why he's taking his time because she gets away, like closes the door, gets a decent way down the hallway. And then mom pops out. And it's, yeah, mom pops out, scares her, and then like he gets I don't know. Axe from like mom. this this scene is paced really strange. Yeah. Um he's not very active, like Michael. No, he's very um, slow. Really, really slow like slower than he normally is. Arthritis. He could do. It could just be he's getting old. His joints are hurting, man. Um. Then he gets... What happens? He gets, like, knocked out or something? The way this, the staircase is, which is fucking the shittiest fucking design ever, it's like you go up the stairs to the right and then up some more. Like, what? When he gets to that little landing, she comes out from nowhere because Michael's blind, too. He didn't see her ass in the corner. Oh, yeah, that's right. Down the fucking steps. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't understand that. Doesn't matter. He gets, you know, the classic fucking fall down the fucking fall down the stairs, blah, blah, blah. Um, I do like <laughs> when he grabs her ankles, he does like a little slap with the fire poker. Yeah, like, oh. And he's like, ah, you know, like, like, ah my hand. What the hell? You just fell down the fucking <laughs> steps, dude. The fire poker bothers you that bad. But now we get this <laughs> bullshit callback to Halloween one. Running across the street, banging Running on across doors. the street. Tommy is the one who has to come down and open the fucking door. Because the, the old lady is oblivious. I mean, we missed... Hold on. In the... The theatrical version, she talks to Danny and Kira about little Michael Myers. Yeah, He yeah. used to live over there and hear her voices. And then... Well, she uh, tells the story to again. 
Danny, right? Yeah. And in the theatrical version, does she get killed? No. No? Okay. No, she just kind of disappears. Like, the theatrical version and this version had the same thing to where, like, the lightning struck, and then you see Michael out there. Uh-huh. So, you know, Kira could have been like, Yo, who the fuck's in the front yard? <laughs> <laughs> Walked outside with some candy. Hey. Oh, trick-or-treaters! Like, what the hell is going on here? Like, nobody spots this dad bod Myers outside. Jesus. So, yeah. But when Kira finally gets back in the house, obviously Michael stops the pursuit. Completely. He just don't give a shit. He's not banging on doors. Yeah. Ah, they got out of eyesight. Or, uh, like, this is the thing. is like, I guess the cult is controlling him. They called him off. Yeah, I guess. And now it's Danny. Oh, my God, dude. I forgot how bad that was in this movie. Yeah, the, the little voices. Yeah. And then that's when you find out it's Wynn and... Old Loomis. Like, Win. Fucking win. Goddamn win. Yeah. And obviously, you know, now you got all the cult members just jump out of this house like it's a goddamn magic show. Bro. In their fucking robes and shit. Dude, the way Kara jumps out that fucking window. Yeah, she was like, yo, you ain't taking me alive, motherfucker. It looks like she jumps off a trampoline and flies through it. <laughs> it's insane looking. Maybe that's why they had the big fucking... Door size window. I they guess. knew this was coming, son. Tommy's like, "Yeah, who's gonna fix this, man?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, come on, dude. But then, like, and this is where the theatrical and this version split. Yeah, fucking part yeah. ways. But, there are some similar scenes, but yeah, it switches off like completely. Because you know, theatrical, it's like they took Tommy with him and locked him up. Yeah. Whereas now they just left him in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, fuck Tommy, we ain't got shit on this. And then they left Loomis too. And, you know, in the producers cut, directors cut, whatever. I can't remember which one it is. Producers. Magic cut. <laughs> they obviously, Loomis goes to Wynn's office and Wynn's trying to tell him, you know, this is your office now. La ha. You know, I'm getting uh-huh. out of here. <laughs> like, and what? Then, Why didn't they just kill both of them? Yeah. And. Obviously, Loomis is like, man, go fuck yourself. And then dude comes out of nowhere, karate chops him in the back of the head and knocks him out. Uh, yeah. And then he's like, leave him here. It's his office now. Like, what? Again, why not just kill Loomis? You've had so many opportunities over the years to kill this man. But you just let it go. The same thing with Tommy. Why not kill Tommy? Yeah, just murk him while we're at it. And so that happens. But now what I don't get is I know that they got to sacrifice this baby. They got the baby back, they got to sacrifice him. Why is Kira laid out in all white on this Wh- thing? What because is- Michael's about to bone yeah, her Yeah, exactly. What are they using her for? Yeah, like, they're not sacrificing her. No. Like, is Michael about to unzip trousers? And, it know, has to be. You know, do it again. Got a bang cousin now. Michael, Michael, <laughs> Michael. Or actually, oh. they're not related. They might be like third cousin twice removed. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the only explanation I think is he's about to go balls deep at her. It's got to be. Like, what the <laughs> fuck else is she doing there? Because they're like, don't hurt the girl. Remember? Yeah. Like, Why? Oh, Mike is going to hurt her. Why would they need another baby? Like, what the fuck? And why would Danny want to watch this? Well... You know, here's the thing. Danny's going to have some problems. Oh, yeah, he's got problems regardless. But 
Danny yeah, doesn't Danny doesn't come out of this unscathed. Yeah, you know, that, that that's what happened. Michael was sitting there and he knew what was coming. It was like, yes, yes, yes. Oh my do it again. Get do it again. And then when Paul Rudd comes out of nowhere in a goddamn cult outfit and he's like, release the girl. And Wynn's like, do it. Like yeah, That's why Wynn, Michael started chasing him because he pissed the fuck off. Wynn like, don't want to no. die. He's about I was about to get a redhead this time, man. What the fuck? I heard they were good in bed, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's where, like, he chases them through the hospital, you know, and he almost gets them. Well, hey, he ended- man, this is crazy uneventful. This is the stupidest fucking ending because Michael grabs Tommy and he's choking him. Mm-hmm. But Tommy's got these fucking, what he calls, runes on the ground. They're fucking rocks, son. And then he goes, <laughs> Sam, hey. And then Michael just lets him go, like, all right, and just stand still. What are you to say, Yahtzee? And Michael was like, I love Yahtzee. that game. Like, yeah, you put all those rocks back into the cup and fucking shake them up and throw them. <laughs> and he's like, Yahtzee. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, my roll beat yours. And then he chokes Tommy to death. But this it was uneventful. shit is lame as fuck. Yeah. Lame. Michael just stops dead and just stands there. Honestly, I think like, <laughs> like the producer's cut makes it a little more smooth and clear. But the theatrical cut is a little more exciting. Like, Yeah, because all the doctors... Like, you know, okay, we got to stop this Halloween bullshit. And they go in the operating room. And then Michael's like, nah, dude, I want to join this operation. And kills everybody. Kills everyone, yeah. And I want to know what the person they're operating on, what they did to deserve it. Because now they're just in the operating table. Where are they? What? For what? What is happening, though? I mean, it's the Smith's Grove operating room. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I thought it was a sanitarium. <laughs> you know, I don't, Whatever. But I like the theatrical ending. It was yeah. a lot more eventful. And, like, let's finish this one up, and then we'll go back to, like, the theatrical. <clears throat> and, like I said, so they escape. Wins like, I got to go back in there and handle my business. And then he goes in, and then, quote, unquote, you think it's Michael laying on the ground. And he, he just walks up and pulls the fucking mask off so and win. Yeah. Because Michael broke free and somehow dressed Win the fuck up in his whole goddamn ensemble and stole his clothes. This is what, like, I'm not really sure what... So, like, Michael... The runes, like, freeze Michael. I guess so. I, or something like that. Possibly. Wynn comes up and says, What did they do to you, Michael? And then he gets mad and, I guess, breaks free? He closed Jackson. And for some reason, just... Yeah. Steals his clothes. Knocks him out. Steals his clothes. And redresses Wynn in his costume. Yeah. Real quick, like, too. But here's the thing. Wynn wasn't wearing... His cowboy outfit. No. He's wearing like the cult garb, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe he went to his office and got his clothes. <laughs> like I know where you're hiding. Maybe it was under the clothes. Maybe he after all these years, he's like, I'm tired of the mechanics outfit. I would like to try on a But duster. he had to go back and get the hat. Yeah, he's like, I gotta I gotta wear this hat, dude. It'd have been better if he wore the boots too. And he was like, ching, ching, ching. But like, ching. what are the implications here? Like is Michael now free? I guess. Of I the mean, curse? And he can just do what the fuck he wants. Which, I mean, is he going to go work at Domino's? I mean... I mean, he doesn't have many options. Yeah, he is, is he, a good driver. He could, you know, he could be a delivery guy. Yeah, he can't be a chef. <laughs> well, he's not a good driver. He'd be knocking everybody off the goddamn <laughs> road to get to his destination. <laughs> I mean... But he's like, I don't garbage understand... Garbage disposal. He could be good at that. What's the point of, like, the Freeing end with, with Loomis... Getting the curse? Yeah, what is that? I think if Donald Pleasance wouldn't have died in real life, obviously. Yeah. If it was like he would have been like the new keeper or whatever if they went that route, which it makes no sense. Like, 
Michael's got a keeper? Like, he's had all these other fucking movies with no keeper. Now, all of a sudden, he's got a keeper. You know, like, what? Loomis is supposed to call him back? Yeah, but wouldn't Loomis just... Kill him? Contain him? And it seems like Michael, he seems pretty free, you know? Yeah. I'm free, free, <laughs> free falling. Falling. <laughs> But yeah, I like the theatrical ending better because... Yeah, when they beat him to death with a fucking bunch of pipes. Well, they don't beat him to death. Well, he doesn't like, die, Paul but... Rudd, like, beats the shit out of him, drugs him. Yeah. And then Loomis goes back in, and all you hear is Loomis scream, and then the next scene is just Michael's mask on the ground with the needles. Yeah. Because he's, like, free now. But... It, it's a better send off for Loomis than now he's got a tattoo on his fucking wrist. And yeah, God, this movie sucks. <laughs> they should have done our version. Yeah, yeah. They started with it. Yeah, and like I said, he he would have got two pieces it's of booty just, this movie. Who made the decision to go this route with this like with the whole cur- cur- curse of thorn thing? Yeah. Who made that fucking choice? Somebody that's in a better position than us. Yeah. But obviously, I think they went too far. Like, outlandish thought. Yeah. Like, you could have contained it more, but, like I said, having somebody control him, that... Well, just the whole thing, man. Like, it's just... Like, he's always been a force of Like, it, it really just doesn't add anything to the story. No, it adds some... To me, it... Some confusion because it's kind of like, really, I've had four movies with Michael Myers before this, and he's just been doing his own thing, going after. Well, I mean, this. even in like the end of four and and five, you do get the Curse of Thorn thing. I mean, it's not like they um, don't go into yeah, they detail. don't go into detail or anything. But I mean, like it is present. Well, um, wins present in five, but you have no clue who he is. They never explain it. He right. just breaks him out of jail. <clears throat> And to it's, be honest, like, I guess they needed this kind of control over him because the minute they broke him out of that jail cell, he would just start murdering everybody. If he really had nobody yeah, I get it, but, like, he, like, it's not necessary, though. Like, no. th- like, this plot device isn't necessary. You could have just done four and five and then let the franchise sit there until a reboot, honestly. Or whatever, H2O. A new idea yeah. or something. You know, just something. I... I think, you know, for, like, Donald Pleasance, you know, the the better send-off, like I said, would have been... The theatrical. The theatrical version. ending. Yeah, I agree. But also, this movie could have been a lot better for his final Halloween, for all that he did for the series. Yeah. So... This is bad, dude. I mean, it's comedy, pretty much. But, like I said, watching this version makes you think... I would rather watch Five. Rather watch and five, 5 is a piece of shit. Well, it's like, like, like I said, if you watch the theatrical version of Six... You don't get these ideas that we've been throwing around because you don't see none of this shit. Yeah. But then you see this version and you're like, somebody had a real twisted fucking view going into this bitch. Well, yeah, it's like, why why the incest? Why the rape? Like, what the fuck is the point of this? Yeah, like, Michael ain't done nothing naughty with nobody besides murking people. Like, what? why is Kara important to this story at all? Yeah, what what is what is her connection besides like, her son? That's it. But still. Yeah, but what does her son have to do with this either? Like, we're talking about a completely different family. Yeah. It's like, yes, Laurie, Laurie Strode was, like, but she was adopted. Mm-hmm. So, like, what the fuck did the Strodes have to do with anything? Exactly. None of it adds up. It's just Mustafa Akab, or whatever his name is. Yeah, maybe it was his idea. Decisions. I don't fucking know. This is what we gotta do with Michael. We gotta make him start raping everybody. What? 
God damn. And who's the assholes that went along with this? Because <laughs> y'all need to have a stern talking to. You made Michael Myers a Lifetime exclusive mm. movie. Oh my God. I need to go back and watch this movie and eat ice cream. This oh, feels oh. like a made-for-TV movie. <laughs> it really does. Uh-oh, Uncle Creepy's coming <laughs> down the hole. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dittos is like, What's here. wrong with you? My uncle touched me. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> This week on Lifetime at 8 p.m. Watch Michael Myers get grabby. Whoa! Oh, no. But, I mean, overall, I mean, I'd still say watch the movie. Because then, yeah, you know, I mean, it's just one of the Halloweens. It's not as bad as the eighth one, but... Nothing's but Well, yeah, nothing's worse than that fucking movie. Goddamn resurrection. Yeah, I'd rather watch the Rob Zombie versions. And I fucking hate those movies. Let's fucking have a goddamn reality TV show in the Myers house. And it looks totally different than the Myers house in this movie. They all look different. (laughs) (laughs) They're all different houses. Yeah, it's crazy. They kept moving. Michael, he's just so sidetracked, you don't know what house he lived in. Yeah, I mean, I recommend it only because it's a part of the franchise. Yeah. But yeah, but... Honestly, like, I would... Like, I think the producer's cut is smoother... But I think I would rather watch the theatrical version, to be honest. Yeah, producer's cut is smoother, but like I said, the added shit, the, well, the stuff they add into it, obviously, the extra, it makes it, like, to me, the story kind of gets a little, it, it explains some shit that you get lost in the theatrical version, but also it yeah, adds too like, much. It, like, explains things that, like, no one gives a shit about. Yeah. Like, I don't need to see Michael... No one cares about the lore of the Curse of the Thorn. Yeah. Nobody cares. I ain't cared about it for four movies. Yeah. This shit's getting convoluted. Now you got Michael raping fucking family members. Like, (laughs) (laughs) we gotta have a little talk. I need some therapy sessions right now. I'm expecting Michael to be just fucking this hell-bent killing machine, but now he's gotta stop, pull his dick out. (laughs) She's like, ah... We're related, and now we're going to be one. Like, no, we're not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. You're adding too much shit here. So we watched the producer's cut. Just watch the theatrical version, honestly. You can skip all the weird shit that they have. The weird rapey vibes yeah. going on. I mean, it's still there, but, like, it's questionable. You know, you don't really know exactly what's happening. They pretty much, like... Painted out for Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Like Michael just hanging out in this room when he should be killing everybody. And then it's like, all right, Michael, step on up to the plate. Right. Dun, 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 dun. So I don't want to talk about this anymore. Sweet Christ. Um. Hello, my trashy companions. It is I, Phil Kinney. <laughs> Who the fuck are you supposed to be? I don't know. You're not like the ringleader. I could be. Oh, Jesus If Christ. I wanted to be. <laughs> this is a fucked up cult. Don't <laughs> drink the Kool-Aid. Why? There's nothing but vodka in it. Jesus. All right, sure. <laughs> drink the Kool-Aid. Get a little drunk. Have a little fun. Whatever. Next thing you know, you wake up beside Phil in the bed. Woo! Don't ask questions. Shit I may or happens. may not be naked. Whoa. It's going <laughs> to be a surprise. But No. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in this October of Horror. That's right. Our first October ever. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and we really appreciate you guys listening to us this month. I know it's been a lot of episodes, but we really had a lot of fun doing it. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I always have fun doing every episode. Absolutely. It gives me a reason to drink. <laughs> it gets uh-huh. me super hard. What? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sorry. I did not give you a blue pill. No. <laughs> or is it a green pill? I don't know what color the pill is because guess what? My old ass don't need it. They're blue and they're chewables. <laughs> oh, they got chewables now? Blue chew. Hit what us up. Like Flintstone kids and shit? We will let you be our sponsor. A million strong and grown. <laughs> Flintstones. But no, it's it's been a blast. And we hope y'all have enjoyed it as much as we have enjoyed it. Seriously, yeah. And if you haven't, it's Phil's fault. God damn it. He's You're probably asshole. right. Yeah, he's mean. He's always belittling me. And I'm going to fill out a restraining order. <laughs> so November, it's going to be Trash and Brains with just Steve. We don't have an HR. Son of a bitch. <laughs> If you would like to apply to be an HR representative of Trash for Rains, feel free. No. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> Phil will have a lot of complaints, except you can't get fired from this job, so you can say whatever you want. It's That's awesome. true. We could get canceled, though. Be careful, Steve. Well, you can get canceled. I'll cut your brake lines in your car. <laughs> <laughs> but really, we just wanted to thank you guys for joining us this month. It was, uh, it was great. Yeah. We've had fun. We hope y'all have had fun. Going, moving on. We're going to November. Nothing cool happens in November, but guess what could happen that's cool? Actually, there is something that cool ha- that happens in November, Steve. What? Friday the 13th. <gasps> yes. Which we, we are going to have a special bonus episode for Friday the 13th. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> no. But besides that, it's November. But here's what we want. We want y'all to let us know. Give us insight on movies you want us to cover. Absolutely. Come on. And you can send those. I mean, you can really do it anywhere. You can do it like Facebook and Instagram would probably be your best bet to hit us up about movies you want us to do. Uh, If you want to hit us up on our email, that's trashforbrains at gmail.com. That's trashforbrains at gmail.com. That's right. All, all I was thinking when you said that was like, I was thinking like, we buy any cars.com. We buy any cars.com. Like, ah! but yes, send us your input. And guess what? We will get to it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we got no problem taking a movie you want and doing our normal routine to it. But other than that, again, thank you for joining this. Absolutely. Month. And we will see you next month. <laughs> no, we're not going to see shit, Phil. <laughs> we may. this shit. If they listen, and this is why I want to poke his goddamn eyes out because then he won't see shit for the rest of his if life. If they start commenting on our socials, like we will see them, okay? So uh, it kind of makes sense in a weird backwards make way. Make sure you make a random profile because Phil wants to see you. So if it's just some random shit, like put sloth as your fucking profile. We want to see your beautiful faces, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, put Sloth as your profile picture. <laughs> Everybody, when you send us a message, so Phil see Sloth, and he's Jesus like, Christ. "Why does every why does Sloth keep commenting on everything? It'll be great." I'm tired of you. Hey, if you don't know who Sloth is, I swear to God, if you send a profile picture of that Sloth from fucking Ice Age, I hate you. It's got to be the Goonie Sloth. That's the only one that matters. True story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Have a good one.